logical positivism uh, was a, a late 19th, early 20th century phenomenon that was trying to answer the problem of Immanuel Kant. Uh, Kant distinguished realms or dimensions of reality into noumenal and phenomenal. The phenomenal is that which appears to the senses and on which logical categories operate that are imposed by the mind. The noumenal is a realm that uh, we have no rational contact with. It is the realm of uh, practical and not theoretical reason. And the, the logical positivists wanted to concede to Kant this basic um, preoccupation that if we are going to find rationality, it's going to be in the world of appearances only. And so they said, if you speak about anything that transcends the limits of language, empirically verifiable realities, things you can see, touch, taste, smell, or hear, if you transcend those boundaries, it's nonsense. Just as Kant said, if you tried to apply the categories of theoretical reason to noumena, you end up in hopeless contradiction. They said, no, you end up speaking in terms of nonsense. There's nothing that transcends the sensible realm. And so the logical positivist said, we need to limit our statements to things that are either um, true by definition, analytic statements, the red barn is red. That's true by definition. It yields no empirical content. It just tells you that the subject and the predicate are basically the same thing. The red barn is red. The predicate adds nothing to the subject, nothing that's not already contained. Synthetic statements, however, according to the positivists, those are going to be the only truly meaningful statements. The red barn is burning. So they say, how do you test that? Go out and look. That's where you find meaning in the world of experience. And so they posited what was called the empirical criterion of meaning, that a statement has meaning if it can be tested by recourse to some sensible feature in the world. And only those sorts of statements are meaningful. So you have two kinds of statements, analytic statements, true by definition, synthetic statements that are true by experience, and the empirical criterion of meaning says only statements that are true by recourse to empirical verification are, in fact, meaningful. What's the basic problem with that approach? Well, what, to what sense impression can we trace the empirical criterion of meaning? Do we see it? No. Has anyone ever bumped into it walking through the woods? No. Have you ever stubbed your toe on it? No. Have you ever heard it itself? Not someone verbalizing it, but have you ever heard it? No. The problem with the empirical criterion of meaning is it is every bit as much supersensible as God, freedom, and the thing in itself. So that the uh, logical positivists posited a, a criterion of meaning that they themselves couldn't vindicate, couldn't validate, couldn't verify. And so logical positivism from that standpoint is really quite self-defeating. And I think it's an illustration of the fact that no matter what form of non-Christian thought you're dealing with, whether it's logical positivism or something more ancient or something more modern, all of them are going to be internally self-defeating in a manner similar to the way logical positivism is. Why? Because God has made foolish the wisdom of this world. God has asked, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made futile 
the wisdom of this world. And I think he has made futile the wisdom, the so-called wisdom of logical positivism. And it's just one more of several monuments to the dearth and death of autonomous philosophical speculation in the history of Western thought.